This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. And we're back to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Eric. What's up? Hello. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's snowing today here. Yeah, I know. I was not expecting that this morning. I've been prepping all week for the nice spring weather that we're going to have, and instead yeah. it turned its head on me well. and just dumped snow. <laughs> Betrayed. <laughs> betrayed but that's okay yes <laughs> makes you just want to go to the movie mm-hmm. you get out yeah, of it yeah that's a good point um so on this episode we're gonna go over our reactions to dumbo because kyle went saw it last night yes i did <laughs> and um kyle and i had last week gone and seen shazam so now we can talk about the fan event that we went and saw last weekend thanks to the power of fandango oh thank you fandango i got to see it early <laughs> and then uh kyle and eric are just going to kind of go over some of their spoiler rific views on us i don't have any input on that because i don't want to see it <laughs> i'm just more curious to hear what eric has to say about it i've heard a yeah. little bit but i haven't yeah heard his full complete <laughs> thoughts i don't think yeah because kyle gave us early reactions last episode oh yeah that's right thought. yeah that was last week, wasn't it? And then, yeah, it is. Then we're going to wrap up with some trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to go over scary stories. Did you also want to talk about CinemaCon? Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about CinemaCon. Yeah. Because that's like coming up next week. I know. And I'm going to be gone for it. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. I'll be back for a podcast, though. Yeah, you we don't, oh, we don't get to see any of the cool stuff. No, we're just going to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's get started with our reviews so mm-hmm. we can yeah. get Tell us good all stuff. about Dumbo, Kyle. Cuz you had Dumbo. just watched the original one like a couple of days before you went to the this yeah. remake, so it was yeah, fresh in I your mind. A, it was more refreshed because I hadn't seen it since I was, I don't know, 7 or 8. <laughs> I mean, I remember, you know, some of the the normal stuff that people remember about with that movie. I remember, you know, the pink elephant scene. I remember, <laughs> yeah. you know, him flying at the end of the movie or or whatever, but I don't I didn't remember just how short it really is. It's only yeah, like, it's like an hour. Like yeah, like sixty minutes basically. <laughs> and there's really not a lot that happens in the movie. I mean, it's just short. It's almost like short stories about Dumbo that lead up to him flying, and then yeah, he finally kinda. flies in the <laughs> last two minutes. Just a couple little vignettes in the life of a circus. Yeah. So trope. it. So because of that, I feel like it's not really as well known of a Disney property as. You know, most that, others are like a, a lad. It definitely doesn't have the iconic or... status of some of their later ones. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think it was their fourth movie ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, when they, it was behind Snow White, Pinocchio, and then I think Fantasia. Yeah, because they were struggling with making box office revenue off of those. I believe uh, there was a little and, thing called World War Two going. So, oh yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that that thing. Uh, but so it was kind of interesting to think about how they're gonna stretch a 60 minute vignette movie into <laughs> two hours or an hour and a half or however long it was but um i feel like that the attempt was good in trying to make it kind of a different story but generally i don't feel like it had enough heart that it was supposed to as compared to the original dumbo movie i feel like tim burton was attempting to try and make it heartfelt but instead it fell flat a lot with that attempt and just had a lot of bland boring nothing that was happening in the movie there was i mean there was just moments where dumbo is forgotten about and it's just about these new uh live action characters that are played by terrific talents but it's but they're just all over the place and what type mm-hmm. of movie they're in 
<laughs> and I think that also comes back to the problem, major problem, which is it's directing. Tim Burton just feels like it's not um, knowing like how to make Dumbo as whimsical and as magical mm-hmm. as it's supposed to be. I feel like, and instead, it just comes across as just like a right up his alley. Movie. But yeah, I guess he's probably just like, oh, I gotta get paid. Yeah, it it just really comes across as that. Like the actors don't know what movie they're in. Uh, aside from Dumbo stealing like a few small moments here and there like there's just nothing exciting or entertaining about this and it just all just is dull it's just a very dull adaptation did you think it appealed to little kids or older adults neither neither <laughs> i i will say though there was, was there, there was a two-year-old uh sitting a couple of rows behind me and whenever dumbo did something entertaining <laughs> he brought life into the theater like that was probably where the biggest laughs came from is because the two-year-old was laughing hysterically at whatever dumbo was doing but i don't know i don't know what the target audience is for this especially since it's not entertaining or it's not as <laughs> or as joyous as what the original dumbo is you know i mean there's sad moments but at least there's you know something exciting from the original that just does not translate into this i honestly cannot answer for you Weird. who is this this is for well i know it was tracking women over 25 the biggest group so okay i i was thinking older women like baby boomer age that might have remembered it from their childhood it definitely hmm. to me was in a film similar to mary poppins where it just wasn't going to hit for younger audiences because they just didn't grow up with it so i was worried about that i'm worried about that a little bit i think it's gonna i think it, that's on a worse level. I think Mary Poppins was able to find so, all sorts of audiences. Um, but here with Dumbo, I see almost the opposite. I think it's going to do a little worse. Yeah. Actually, I don't, I think Mary Poppins did fine, all things considered, oh, yeah. but no, I think did, Dumbo is going to do a little fine. worse. I think Disney's going to realize that after right. this weekend. I think um, the thing with Mary Poppins was that people went into it thinking it was for little kids, but really it was for adults. Like, and I, and that's what I've been telling people at Dumbo. Like, Oh, okay. I expect audiences that are older. Like there'll always be kids there. Cause you'll, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, my mother-in-law is taking my son <laughs> this weekend. So it's definitely a movie yeah. for kids, but I think the majority of people are probably going to be older. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe the older crowd that knows Dumbo a little bit more than most others and are just curious to see what that's like. Um, but aside from that, I, yeah, I don't know who this is going to be targeted for. I think that's why people aren't going to see this because they're just not going to know if this is their movie or not. doesn't sound like they're, that word of mouth will be doing it a whole lot of good either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't very good at the start of it. And then well, I know it's, when I came mean, in and watched it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, even I'm critically, seeing... it's, it's pretty mixed to slightly negative mm-hmm. overall. Mm. So... It's too bad. Well, yeah, Dis- I think it's going to flounder a bit. Disney can't have a home run every time they remake something. <laughs> <laughs> so, And they still got two more coming up, and I think yeah. those are going to do a little better than... I think Aladdin's going to be fine. Yeah, it's going to be fine now. I was worried about it at first, um, but I think it'll be fine, and mm-hmm. Lion King will be awesome. There's so many people that love Lion King, and it's, yeah. just, it's real animals. <laughs> Myself reason. included. It's going to be so cute. So I'm not worried about those ones at mm-hmm. all. I was concerned about Dumbo, like because re- of the question, who is the audience? And I was afraid it was yeah. older people. And um, and that's not, I think, what people were expecting from it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it already had a tough time with the uphill battle part just because 
it's one of the lesser known right. properties. It's more one of those Disney movies where you're like, oh yeah, I remember seeing that once instead of being like, oh, it's this type of movie that I saw so many times as a <laughs> child. And um, I, I think that at the start, it was already going to have that difficulty. As a side note, do you think this is the type of movie we'll see on Disney Plus streaming in the future? I think so. Yeah, I could okay. see them putting out the bigger properties of theirs out in theaters, whereas kind of the lesser tier ones like a Dumbo or I think Lady and Tramp is also going to be one on Disney Plus that they're making currently. I think those tiers are going to be more on the streaming service. That's interesting. Yeah. It makes sense too. It's sort of like Disney ranking their own movies in a way. Right. Yeah. Which of these are worthy of a theatrical release? If it's not going to make $100 million when it opens, (laughs) is it worthy of a theatrical release? (laughs) Yeah, or or maybe just the ones that they don't think are that good in general. Like, after they yeah. see the final product, they're probably just going to be thinking, you know, it's not worthy, quote-unquote, of yeah. theaters. It's so. unfortunate, because I think Dumbo, while we're thinking it's not going to be that great of a Disney film, or it would be a little disappointing for what we consider to be Disney, like, opening weekend grosses, mm-hmm. it's still probably going to be better than, like... <laughs> half the product that usually comes out in January, February, March or in the fall, September time. So I don't like the idea very much of losing even a, even like a first run hit first yeah. base hit run from Disney. I mean, it's still better than a lot of other stuff you're getting at this time, I guess. But at the same time, also it would just be nice to not have so many of these type of movies and to be able to have other smaller films uh, that, aren't as known be able to get that more of a chance um i don't know that's how i'm viewing it as well despite me not having the best enjoyment out of dumbo Mm. but we did like shazam we did (laughs) and i'm really excited to see how it's gonna open up yeah so you and i went and saw it at the fandango fan event which was last saturday thanks fandango i'm gonna do that all the time (laughs) so um and so it's screened like two weeks early, which is awesome. So we got to mm-hmm. have our reviews out a little early on it. Um, and I really, really enjoyed the film. I did too. I did more so than I thought I would. Cause in the first 10 minutes, I was nervous about like what type of movie this was going to be. Uh, Cause it, it was a lot of setup stuff and I wasn't quite sure like what I was trying to land on. And then right when it starts to really pick up steam, you're able to get comfortable and be like, okay, I know what movie I'm in and I'm loving this because mm-hmm. it's such a breath of fresh air. It's has so much energy to it, but it has so much heart and passion as well. And I think while it's fun seeing such a new superhero character have this much enjoyment being a superhero and learning to be a superhero, I think it also has a heartfelt message on family, not just from a bloodline standpoint, but just from an adoption angle, which I really appreciated. And I think it had a great combination between having heart and just a heck of a time having all those laughs, whether it was goofy stuff or whether it was just, you know, normal one-liners that work for a lot of people. I just think the combination of it all was just a really refreshing movie for the superhero Mm -hmm. genre. I liked all the um, kids that were cast. Yeah, I did too. Um, And I, and I thought that it had a real like comic book tone, meaning in the right ways. Yeah. In energy and enthusiasm Mm -hmm. that feels more like a comic book movie than, 
than what I think we're getting from Marvel. Like, I don't feel the comic bookness of Marvel movies anymore. They just feel like straight up like so fantasy action movies. I mean, so it, the, it, oh, go evo- ahead, Eric. the evolution of those things, because people used to say like, DC is always so dark and gritty. Marvel's the light, fun, comic booky yeah. take mm-hmm. on it. And then DC started doing their own thing, and now Marvel's... Maybe it's just because we're in that like the tone of Endgame yeah, we're kind of thing. Yeah, we also just saw Captain Marvel, and we didn't think that was really anything refreshing as well. So yeah. for our viewpoints, like it, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Probably can make sense why we're thinking of it in that aspect. Right. I just, I just found I was super interested in it, and what made me interested was I wanted to go and learn the backstory of some of those characters because right. I went into it purposely not researching anything. Oh, I just, awesome. I wanted an experience where I like discovered the character mm-hmm. through the movie. I think I had really been missing that with Marvel films. Like you already you do kinda, too much research or you kind of already know from the characters. Like I, especially now. Yeah. Like I kind of knew going into it that Captain Marvel was Carol Danvers and she was a fighter pilot ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And that's like the extent of her character. She falls down film. a lot. Oh yeah, she falls down a lot and she has <laughs> and she has a girl best friend. Mm-hmm. Like ooh, but she doesn't have any family. I have no idea about anything else. Like like that Marvel movie didn't give me any more character than I couldn't have already guessed from the trailer. Yeah. Whereas yeah, no, Shazam had a whole backstory that you cannot guess from the trailer and if you go into it not knowing what it is and discovering it, um I just really really enjoyed that wasn't yeah, shazam and, originally called captain marvel yeah yeah it was but he would still say the word shazam so that we can turn from a 14 year old boy into a grown adult yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah i like that you mentioned that because i think the character development here is really good um not just for the 14 year old version of billy batson played by asher angel i believe his name is but also Zachary Levi, who plays the adult version of Shazam, he, he plays the superhero. <laughs> I love the casting from the get-go because you can tell he has such a passion for this character and that he's in love with being able to be a superhero. And uh-huh. that's displayed thoroughly in this movie. And just the fact that those two actors were able to make one character of the same but right. still be able to have that growth working, I think that just speaks volumes of how the backstage element of them working together was. Oh, yeah, I think that I, I think you can see that. And I that's what makes feel... it so great is because they are all on the same page and they all are having a great time. I didn't feel like when Zachary Levi came on stage as adult true potential Shazam that um, it was a, a different character in any means. Like I mm-hmm. still felt like the tone of the character went through to two It was people. still the 14-year-old yeah. kid, but he was just learning to be an adult superhero. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that is so crazy that they 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 got that continuity so well yeah yeah definitely no i just i thought it was well done and enjoyable and i and fun and i kind of like the way dc's going (laughs) i i like this direction too and it only speaks more volumes of my love for this direction with shazam i i really am excited to see if people are going to be spending their money on this because i hope they do this one is definitely worth a watch oh so much more i think it's a better movie and more fun for me than Captain Marvel was like mm-hmm. I don't need to see Captain Marvel again I'd go see Shazam again <laughs> I just think it's funny that in the same year in this like golden age of superhero movies that we're getting two superhero movies that did come from the same name almost like, yeah. it's just it's, and especially with how low tier they were initially like it's just cool being able to have that in general but I, I would I would recommend Shazam more than Captain Marvel just because I had 
more of a great time with it as compared to Captain Marvel. I would I would probably recommend that one more. I love that it's been like almost like 20 years that what we think of superhero movies have been like a thing. Yeah. And we're and with uh Shazam we're finally seeing a a costume that is just totally a comic book superhero. Oh, you know, for sure. so every totally costume has like every yeah. every costume in every superhero film up until now has some degree of like like re- like realism or kind right. of a military feel. Yeah. Yeah. They try and make it not look so exactly like, you know, the golden <laughs> right. age of superheroes. Right. And right. then Shazam just comes along and he's like, Yeah, this is just this does is, his this is my suit. Oh yeah. No, that's... He's like, What there's a scene in the movie too where as um his younger Billy Batson self, he's like, Well, what was if you don't get to pick your costume? What <laughs> 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 was if it just appears on you? And he keeps yeah. saying he doesn't like know how to go to the bathroom in it because he doesn't yeah. know how to get it off. Like just that's what made it fun like they were realistic conversations for like teenagers learning how to be superheroes that's what those conversations (laughs) would be and it's and that that part's done the right ways and i totally agree with you eric like it leans into um the comic booky aspect of this character in the right ways while also just paying respect to that lore as well like it doesn't yeah because and it doesn't beat you overhead with it either like the jokes all around land yeah. No, I'm I'm really excited to see it. Um, yeah. When you saw it, Kyle, did you have Edna Mode be like, no capes? No. <laughs> I did. That's all no. I could think about was this costume was Edna being like, no capes. That's really funny. <laughs> Especially with how ridiculous it looks. Like, I yeah. can see why that... It, ridiculous in the right ways, but it, yeah, I can see what you mean by that now. I worry for his safety now. <laughs> Do any Marvel heroes... Well, I guess Thor used to have a cape. Thor yeah, he does. Does Is anybody else... No, I don't think I don't so. Think so. Uh, Scarlet Witch didn't. Did in, she have a cape? Uh, not her, in her in the movies, but I'm just wondering in her comic. Oh, book. in the no comic idea. books, yeah. I think she. Her costume's just wild in general, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't. Oh, think Vision of... had a cape, didn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, Vision he did. Yeah, did. yeah okay. you're right. Okay. No capes. Edna mode. <laughs> Marvel gets it right. <laughs> they haven't though. Mm-hmm. No, I can't wait to see how oh, Shazam no. is going to open because apparently the Fandango numbers. Um, they were huge, but they, they did more than How to Train Your Dragon did. Yeah. Um, but our screening didn't have very many people in it. Yeah, which I, that made me nervous at first. But then once I saw the numbers as compared to How to Train Your Dragon's numbers, like they're up by one or two million or something like that. And that I thought that was very impressive and a good sign. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's just a brief momentum because it's going to have great word of mouth. So now we have two weeks of yeah. these early reviews coming out. That Plus the people that did it see it early. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to want to go back to because I know I'm going to. I, wa- I will too. Mm-hmm. Vision's dead. He shouldn't have had a cape. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and, then, well, and then we have us, right? We have us. Yeah. yeah. I did not see that, nor do I want to. I don't do <laughs> horror. That's my reason. It's not that scary. It's really not. Like, And this yeah. is coming from the chicken that... I don't scared do by everything. In, intense films either. I just it's pretty intense in parts. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think the that intensity would stick with me, so I don't do that. Either. Yeah, yeah. No, I I liked it a lot. Um, I don't really know where to begin. Like, so this weekend <laughs> is going to be the second weekend. Do you think it'll hold up? Yeah. Yes. So. Especially after seeing Dumbo. The yes. only, I mean, mm-hmm. it seems to be popular with which is the general movie going audience too. Several of my friends have seen it. They all liked it. Except for like the last part, which I'll get to, which I was also kind of my gripe, but mm-hmm. my one gripe. Um, but yeah, no, I everybody going into this movie is obviously like still high off of Get Out, and they're like, "Whoa, Jordan Peele, 
just came out guns blazing. You know, he made a masterpiece, his first movie. It's the kind of movie when you go back, you notice a bunch of things that were laid down from the very beginning. So going into this movie, I kind of had that same mindset. I was like, okay, Jordan Peele's going to make me like, I'm going to be searching the frame. You know, I didn't want to be too much doing that because I just wanted to right. be in the movie. Yeah. But you can't help that. You didn't want too high expectations. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't go in expecting it to be a certain way, but I do go in expecting there to be like little pieces of the puzzle that are up to me to put together Mm -hmm. um and i like the movie i like the only thing i didn't like is i feel like with when they explained the whole tethered characters at the end i feel like it kind of sucked the mystery and horror out of their characters and kind of just confused me on what the tethered are really supposed to be like what they represent because I don't know. As soon as I heard the word like government and cover up, I was like, oh no, Jordan, no, this was working so well, but I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think towards the end, it over explained itself a little too much where I was like, I don't need it to be fully explained, but I still got enough out of it to where it had me thinking more after the movie than in it, in, in and during yeah. the movie. So I think like my experience was a little bit better because like I wasn't looking too deep into um like trying to find little nuggets and piecing things together like i was just able to watch the movie for what it was and then afterwards i was able to think about more and even it's been a week now and like the more i think about the more and more i still enjoy by its little nuances and maybe all of these theories uh, that are coming into the movie like whether it's theories about like individuality or whether it's theories about like how uh america is being viewed in this day and age and yeah I, I like those little pieces no, of the I'm puzzle sure that he was bringing to the table. There's just enough there to cue like speculation, whether it's about like social inequality or you know take your pick. Yeah. But while watching the movie, and I'll be seeing it again this weekend, so I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna see what more I can get out of it. Okay. But I don't know. I just feel like they were there were like one or two too many motifs that I'm not quite sure what they were supposed to mean, like the golden scissors and rabbits because you know the first shot of your movie is a pretty yeah big statement yeah and the first shot of the movie is just like hundreds of rabbits in cages and i understood maybe it was just pick an animal but i thought maybe rabbit specifically was supposed to be i i have some theories about about the scissors and the rabbits um i don't know if we're in spoiler territory or not are we saying what movie's been out for a while? Yeah, I already said that there's like tethered. We're gonna stuff. be we're gonna be spoiling on this one. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is the most I can see for the scissors is that you know the at least on the poster it looks like two outlines of heads like back to back, so it's kind of like the the flipped version of the other one. Which sure. Is kind of the whole the whole thing mm-hmm. with the, with the tethered, um, the red suits is because they're trying to recreate the hands across America charity thing. Right, because those characters in, that do the hand holding are also wearing red, or they yeah. just are. I that forget the red year that color that happened, but I don't know. It's just if if they if there just was no government thing whatsoever, and they just left it really ambiguous about you know what the tethered really are or where yeah. they come from. I just feel like that that would have been so much better because I was with it all the way up until then. Right, there were a couple parts here and there where it kind of slowed down so they could explain what was happening, but you know it was done naturally enough. It didn't break my immersion. Yeah, I I definitely like I said I definitely agree with you that they overexplained on the government as aspect part and I don't think that was necessarily needed but um even still coming out of it I think I was still able to 
just be able to get a little bit more out of out of it despite the over explanation part towards the end and i think it, yeah. and i think it's going to be in that window to where people are going to be like it's good not as great as get out but i just didn't need that many motifs or that many mm-hmm. uh pieces of the puzzle to have yeah. those representations happening to where it might be on the great spectrum where people are wanting to go see it again and again. And maybe some people are going to go see it again well, just sure. because they want to get more out of it. I'm sure. No, like everything about the movie is very well done. Like mm-hmm. it, it's, it's directed very, very well. And yeah. All of the people, but especially Lupita, like, Oh, she steals so, it. She's so good in this movie. She steals it. Um, I'm ready for her and Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack was great. Every, yeah. You know, and the dialogue there was, I'm, I'm amazed at how he balances like humor and, suspense yeah you know? it's he cuts the tension exactly when he needs to but not with to the point scissors. where it totally undermines the the atmosphere <laughs> but yeah if i could boil down my main criticism it's that for the vast majority of the movie the tethered seem to have this really powerful th- like theme r- involving like the dark part of people themselves like Mm -hmm. individual people and what what we do to ourselves maybe without meaning to but then when he introduces the whole government cover-up thing it doesn't make it it's not an issue that everybody has with themselves it's all of a sudden the big bad guys overhead keeping us down you know okay it's it kind of went against what it seemed to have set up at the beginning right i can see where you're coming from from there like i said it just wasn't as big of an issue for me as for yeah. yourself but I, i'm so glad that you, you were able to enjoy it though mm-hmm. well no, what do you really think good. this weekend will do better dumbo or will us um maintain i think dumbo will probably take it a little bit i think so too. um but oh. i th- would not be surprised if <laughs> us comes back above dumbo like after a weekend like yeah. friday night like um dumbo does better but maybe saturday or sunday Dum- just i mean or do you mean overall i think dumbo will win the weekend yeah but not by a whole lot but then next weekend when you know obviously whatever new releases come out hellboy and missing link yeah those two those two one of those two will take it but then like when everything gets shifted down i think us will be back above it'll still have that stain power Mm -hmm. i i don't know i think this upcoming this weekend us is still gonna take the number one spot i mean it's gonna be close like you're saying but i'm just Mm -hmm. reversing the two I think there's going to be a lot of curiosity, especially with the word of mouth that's been happening from last weekend. And I yeah. think the people that saw it last weekend who may not, um, who may not have thought it was as good as what they wanted it to be, or whether they just didn't get enough out of it, may try and give it a second chance so that's that way I'm they doing. can be able to digest it more. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, and people like Eric there are saying like it's a very good movie, but I just. Maybe I'm not like digesting it as much as I need to per se. Yeah, I mainly just want to see it again to see if the whole government thing really was just a drastic left field thing that kind of derailed what was already established, or if there are little things leading up to it, or if I look at it, if I shift my perspective a little bit, if yeah, it seems fitting actually. Uh, yeah, and I think there's is, gonna be many of those people coming back too. Yeah. Us is rated R, correct? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, I think that Dumbo will be fine because it's all audiences, and yeah. there's just only so much rated R audience out there. True. So. I, I mean, us made seventy million for an R-rated film. That's pretty. Those Jordan Peele fans. Yeah, but, but it was, that was a, opening that's a weekend. lot of people. You're talking about second weekend. But even still, though, I don't think there's a big enough audience for Dumbo. Like, I mean, like I said, I don't know who the target audience the is going to be. The strongest thing for Dumbo is the fact that it's a Disney movie. Yeah. You know, that just that. True. It's it's not really getting great 
critical buzz, word of mouth probably. I'm not yeah. sure if it'll be that great. I doubt people will come out like, oh, it's so great. You need to take you need to take well, your kids. Go to I am, <laughs> like I did. Okay. I am telling people to, that they don't have to open Dumbo on the big screens. Yeah, they it, can open it in a mid-level screen, maybe give it two screens if you have a big multiplex or yeah. if you have the reclining seats where you're not getting enough seats, but no more than that. So that makes sense, especially since there the, there's mm-hmm. other uh, movies that are probably going to get more audiences that are still out. Right, like Hotel Mumbai opens wider this weekend. Yeah. Oh, does it now? on the specialty market? Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, we'll that one be, seems a little interesting. Yeah, we'll have to see how that one does. And so there's some other stuff out there. Yeah. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see if it's Dumbo or us. I think after this weekend though. Next weekend, you've got Missing Link and Hellboy. Which... No, Shazam comes. Oh no, before Shazam. Those, yep. and that's gonna take over. That'll oh, take yeah, over. That is and then week. you have Missing Link and yeah. Hellboy. Yeah, Shazam. That's will gonna be the number one. April twelfth mm-hmm. weekend is that's gonna be the interesting weekend. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't have a clue what's gonna happen there. I guess Hellboy see. is what I heard today was that it's very bloody. Like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You see the red band trailer? <laughs> I'm yeah, so sassy. So excited. And so, I might be like Lionsgate's ability to get something over thirty million mark. Maybe I just hope it's good. I mean, yeah. if a movie's ultra violent just for ultra violence sake, then that's stupid and boring. Right. But if it's yeah. like, you know, there has to be something there. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some trailers that we need to discuss pretty quick. Yes. Speaking of Lionsgate, we have to go over them. They're they're <laughs> distributing <laughs> scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they finally released a real trailer, not just like little clips, like from the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, I forgot that was kind of all they had at this, uh-huh. up mm-hmm. until this point. So they got a full trailer. Yeah. And uh, Scary Stories Tell in the Dark takes place in 1968 America. And these teenagers find a book written by Sarah, a young girl with horrible secrets who turned her tortured life into a series of scary stories. And now... Those scary stories are becoming all too real for this group of teenagers. The biggest thing I wonder, (laughs) the one thing I wonder is because, I mean, when I was really little, I was a huge scaredy cat, so I didn't really do scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I knew, I knew about (laughs) the books because everybody read them in like elementary school. Um, But I'm, I never, I've never known if the, the books themselves use the framing device of like a girl writing the story. I don't know. And I remember the book, but I don't remember I don't, that. I think it's just a collection of short stories. Yeah. So I think that thing is like an invention by the movie to kind of tie mm-hmm. it together. I always thought I that they were right. like Twilight Zone as like books. Kinda. You know what I mean? Like they're just short, like you said, short stories. But well, there's like two volumes and they compile however One's a couple scary dozen. Stories yeah. And even more scary stories. Yeah. I think <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's what the other title is. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like for a collection of scary stories. That's the least scary right. thing. Even more scary <laughs> stories. I, I mean, I like this. I like this teaser trailer. The one thing you have, everyone has to keep in mind is that these are very much aimed at like kids, like elementary, middle school kids. Yeah, are, you think so? That that is what the books are written I mean, for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I don't. Think it's the in Del Toro's is, vision, yeah, but I yes, think, <laughs> I don't think the movie's aiming for that age at all i know but that's what the subject matter i think know, they're aiming the, the original for books were Ma- they might be trying to target kids who grew up with the books and yeah. are now older yeah that's but, why it's a bit darker yeah but i don't know it, you it's 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 interesting when i see a horror movie that has that kind of demographic in mind mm-hmm. where 
because obviously they're not going to go over the top like blood gore horrible like you know r-rated stuff no. but there's they're like pushing the envelope and kind of finding different ways to make those same kind of feelings you know start right. stirring it's like i don't know dread and just creeped out stuff i like, got creeped out by the trailer i was like you like, I don't, I'm not watching this, but I don't do horror, so... It's just impressive. I, I, yeah. It potentially looks like it could be really impressive in that it's it's trying to approach horror in a different way than we've seen a lot of other things, mm-hmm. mainly because they have to get creative with how can we still be really scary and disturbing but not alienate the age group these books were written for. Right. So I have no idea how they're going to do that. But I'm I'm totally excited. I have I kind of have all my trust in Del Toro as a producer to be able to work closely um, with this dir- with this director, this specific guy who's also a horror director, and them being able to come up with a way to do what you're saying, Eric, to be able to make these scary stories scary enough to where it works for the adults who used to be kids reading the books, as well as being able to reach the younger demographics, mm-hmm. so that way they can get in as much of audiences as possible for this. And I, yeah. I think there's going to be actually a very big age range between the two. And oh, I, think I think theaters so. should take notice of that. It's what was I? Oh, I was just going to say something. It was going to be incredibly clever. Oh, I can't no. <laughs> well, I also just want to add on that this trailer looks like the movie is done, like done, done. And I'm very impressed because yeah, normally with these first teasers or whatever, like you can tell like the CGI isn't perfect or like it's not all completed, yeah. but here it looks like yeah, the movie it's looks... done and it looks scary. And I'm very impressed yeah, by the it. The release date is August 9th. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's looking pretty polished. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an end of summer. Yeah. Film. There's, there's going to be a lot of uh, stuff coming around around that time, but, but I don't I know. This could it... be a sneaky hit if it all works well. Yeah, if the horror is there, it'll have a couple weeks before um, September, the beginning of September, when it comes out. It, that's true. Two. And that's smart too. Be, that. be able mm-hmm. to try and get those weeks of making money before the real, the real bigger big blockbuster horror. comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so I'm... that's a smart play by um, uh, Lionsgate as well. I hope it. I hope it does well. I think it's a movie can serve a horror movie can survive if as long as like the main premise and characters are likable enough with even without the movie itself being that scary mm-hmm. right cuz usually when people are like the like hating on horror films like it was so stupid it wasn't even scary yeah. they're really just saying that it was a bad movie overall yeah cuz like horror's probably the the most subjective thing ever mm-hmm. where you know i can watch it and yeah i can say it's it's scary and like unsettling but it's not like scare i have to look away says you but it's still it's just <laughs> it's a well-made movie so after i see it you know i could say yeah it was really scary but it was just really good yeah and i i feel like this movie can do that at least mm. based on like the tone of the trailer i kind of i don't know i was like already kind of feeling for these kids it's like oh <laughs> these, poor, these poor children uh I mean, I mean, zits are already bad, but when there's like a spider <laughs> or and whatever that creature is in a zit too, like that's that's not fun. No one wants to go through that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, that original I, short story, she just explodes into a bunch of spiders. Maybe they just like break out of her face. Is that what? Is that it? I think I so. Think so. Yeah. Oh wow! That's, I forget what it's ugh, called. That's the original story has red in the title. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think theater owners should keep an eye on this one a little bit more mm-hmm. closely because this could be a sneaky. Yeah. Uh, money maker for them at least if not for younger audiences which i don't think it it's going to appeal to at all mm. um but definitely maybe like 
your 20-somethings or more that where right. they grew up with yeah. wanting the books. Grew up with the it's books. It's more of like a nostalgic thing. Like, yeah, like oh, Whoa, I that? used to read these things. I can't believe we're going to see the movie. See it and especially with screen. how good it looks, like mm-hmm. I think people will register that as well. Yeah. I wish I could go see it at a dining theater so I can have <laughs> a drink. <laughs> it's just going to be enjoy- cutting in, cutting into some Getting food some while you see that girl's cyst explode into spiders. Yeah. So should we go to the other trailer that is the opposite of this? Yeah. Angry Birds. <laughs> Angry Rise. Birds 2. Angry Birds 2. What's it about? Angry uh, Birds. A hilarious all-star cast of new and returning talent are brought together as the flightless birds and scheming green pigs take their beef to the next level. Yeah, guys, Red and Leonard the pig team up against a new call, island. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I called that exactly the last time we were talking about the first trailer. Right. I think you did. I was yeah. like, oh, that bird's going to come in and the birds and the pigs are going to have to team up to go against that guy. Yeah. Uh, they, they have a threat that's bigger than themselves. Right. I, I do get it. My enemy is my friend. I gotta admit, like, I chuckled a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, but this also isn't my movie, so I'm not that interested in it. I'm actually um, super excited because I have to watch the first Angry Birds all the time with the boys. So that one actually didn't that one do pretty well at the box office? Um, it did. It it was surprisingly good and it surprisingly got some funny stuff in it. <laughs> some adult things in it too. Like, very adult. Well, we'll see if this one can repeat the magic. Yeah. That's I'm, true. I mean, July I'm, 26th is when it comes out. What, super excited. I think it looks really cute. There's a scene at the end of the trailer where they're all in parkas. Because I think the new island is like a frozen island. Yeah. That purple Grinch bird. Yeah. Lives is Lives on that like frozen wasteland of an island. And so I think they're going to that island because they're in all these parkas. Ooh, they're and they invade. look so cute waddling around in those parkas. <laughs> I think so fluffy well despite the first movie being a couple years too late it still made 350 million worldwide so mm-hmm. that's that's pretty good all things considered yeah yeah so i mean as long as people, are people do want to go back and see the second one like seeing the first one because it's like oh angry birds i can't believe they made a movie out of that and they, cause there's like a it. curiosity factor but now it's like Nobody plays Angry Birds, well, especially I now. <laughs> like, I've got to watch it now because I mean, there's I've definitely those... the other one so much. And I'm like, now I'm really curious. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah, there's definitely going to be the families um, mm-hmm. in your age range, such as yourself, that have the kids who did grow up seeing Angry Birds the movie, and so yeah. they're probably want to go going to go and see Angry Birds too. But as for the rest of us who did grow up with the game probably aren't really interested anymore or just people in general who don't have kids are probably not going to go out their way to see it like you know a pixar or dreamworks movie probably yeah. would this one's probably <laughs> right. not going to have that same kind of momentum oh probably not but it is i think if we check the release schedule i think it's the last kids movie of the summer i think July it 26. is i think that one's coming out in august too now that you think about yeah. it or now that i think about it because toy story 4 is in june right yeah right. okay mm-hmm. at um, the end of june well oh and then it's Lion King, and then Angry Birds comes out after Lion King. Yeah. Uh, Angry Birds right. 2 comes out August 16th, and Lion King comes out uh, July 19th, so a month apart. August 16th. Yeah, I remember, because I've been putting in the schedules all the way to through the end of summer, and I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, let's end with Angry Birds, because I'm thinking... <laughs> Is it Labor Day weekend is the last weekend of summer? The big one? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking I've that would, known. <laughs> would be a really good film to play that last three-day weekend of summer mm-hmm. before the kids go back to school. Yeah, especially especially the younger crowds. 
the right. younger audiences. Because in September and October, there's going to be some kids stuff. I mean, Adam's family comes out then, and they dropped the poster for that too. Yeah. That actually looks really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm really surprised. Mm-hmm. So, and Maleficent will come out in October. So oh, there's yeah. going to be kids stuff, but this is going to be like the last, like when kids are out of school, big, right, big time. That's a good point. So I'm excited. I thought the trailer looked really, really cute. <laughs> You, no, just, it's okay. you haven't been programmed yet to watch these things so many There's times. There's nothing there for me. I don't know. Well, again, it's like me where it's like, hey, it looks cute. I don't have kids and it's not if you take away, <laughs> If you take away the slapstick humor and you take away the fact that anything in an animated movie, if you give it... <laughs> fur it's gonna look adorable right. if you take away those two things there there's there's nothing left if you take it like away and make to it toy story one, i think you would appreciate <laughs> leonard the pig so much more if you saw probably the first one. isn't leonard voiced by bill Hader? isn't that who it is i don't know okay well i tried <laughs> i just know that <laughs> i think like, it is i'm pretty sure i just know he has some really funny one-liners he's like what i'm a foodie because he's trying to steal their eggs i just i don't know <laughs> oh a foodie oh foodie. okay i thought you said like Flutie or so I was like what's what is <laughs> a what foodie. a foodie okay yeah. I, I I get the joke <laughs> yeah there's more to it than you guys see there's more probably, to the lore than just probably. the game guys there's very much adult humor in it too that you don't get to see I do remember the first trailer is there having any real like emotion a, though a poop joke something that'll something? make me feel like oh that's yeah, beautiful because in the first one red like is made fun of the whole time so he's angry because he's constantly ostracized because of his big eyebrows and he's quick <laughs> oh to i anger. thought it was because he was angry no it's because of the big eyebrows are they too. all angry and they make fun of him when he's a little kid and Wh- why, he wait why would you not make fun of him for being angry all the time but aren't all the birds angry no no no, no. I mean, they all seem happy to me no, all the birds are super happy and <laughs> why is it really called nice? angry birds because he's angry because he's it's not a- called the eyebrow okay. birds movie so yeah, but the game came the game came first i know so he's angry right <laughs> he's like stop <laughs> You need to see the movie. explain Angry Birds lore. Ostracized from the time he was a little kid. In fact, you go back and you it implies that his egg was abandoned because he gets he hatches in a lost and found. So you don't even know if he has parents. Is he adorable as a baby bird? No, he's upset because he hatches in a lost and found. But he's not adorable. Like, nope. And then he's got big oh. he's got big eyebrows. And then when he's a little kid, he loves Mighty Eagle. Mighty Eagle's like the protector and they like have statues to mighty eagle oh i remember that part yeah. of the trailer yeah and of the first one so he loves mighty eagle and the other kids make fun of him because of eyebrows and then there's like a montage of all these times that he just gets left out of things and they call him they even call him eyebrows like hey eyebrows so mean. I, I don't understand why you're adding more than you don't need though well, you, you can pre- make fun of him for being the only angry bird well he's not the only angry bird Oh, he's not the... No. Oh, okay. He's not the only angry bird. So then when he's older, okay, he fine. has anger issues because he's been ostracized forever and he's mm-hmm. quick to anger. So he, after this incident that the movie starts out with, he gets sent to anger management. And at anger management, you meet the other birds that have anger issues. So like there's Bomb who just explodes. And, um, oh, I can't remember the quick one, quick yellow one's name, but he's really, really fast. And there's like a, even a whole montage where he goes around and this police officer is going to give him a ticket. So he speeds really quick and goes and like wipes his butt on the police officer's thing and then goes and steals money from him and, and implies he poops on him. It's really funny. 
It's horrible. It's really funny. Just dead air. Hey, kids, stealing poop on cops. There's Lawrence, who's huge, and he's like really scary. And you really don't know what he does other than he's really big and just kind of there and growls. And when when they people see him, you hear like police sirens and stuff in the background and people screaming. Like it implies that something bad happened. Is he like a big sweetheart? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and a painter. And then there's a sensitive soul. Then the the lady, (laughs) then the lady bird that does the anger management class. She's like, breathe deep, breathe deep, because she has anger issues. And she's the one that like poops out explosive egg bombs. Yeah. I know that from the game. Yeah. So the true fans, the true fans of angry birds right here. There's like the one bird. He's not in the anger management class, but he's there. The one that gets really, really big. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I remember that part of the game. I said, don't touch me. And he gets like huge. Well, he doesn't want to be touched. Yeah. And he destroys the pig place. There's a lot more to the movie. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure. Ah. They all have some special power. Like they all have the Angry Birds. All have their special powers, and they come together and they save the eggs from the pigs who want to eat the eggs. Well, that part we knew from the game yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just. Yeah, you never played the game. Well, uh, actually, well, I know it was a game. I did know it was a game, and I've played the game. But you I didn't know any story or anything except so, for like the very beginning. I got so bored with the game. I did. Well, it's a little mobile. It was game. the only way. <laughs> you're, to supposed, study you're supposed hall. to play it when you're like on the bus <laughs> or something for like five minutes at a time. It was maybe like after my time then for me to really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean that 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 does make sense. I mean, too. I've never really played a whole lot of mobile games a lot, but you know, I played it. I tried it out. I did play and try it out. We also had it on our Roku. I hate Roku, but when we first got the Roku, <laughs> it was on there. So me and my sister and my dad played it. Oh. Yeah, it was just my way to pass the time in study And home. then they made a movie, and I was like, what? And you're like, I don't even have the game anymore. And then they find Mighty Eagle. Not Mighty Eagle is not what you think he is. <laughs> oh, he's probably really disappointing. He's he a schlong. Then the Red Bird have to realize that he is the only mm-hmm. hero that's important to him. All eyebrows yeah. himself. But Mighty Eagle comes in at the end. Like he inspires Mighty Eagle, Mighty Eagle like... to be mighty again. Okay. And yeah. Sounds like va- several valuable I, life lessons for kids. I don't Sounds like not my you. cup of tea. I don't want to ruin it for you, but there's a really nice ending. Sounds like I would guess well, every single thing that was going to happen yeah, in that movie. Probably. An hour before it you happened. You would probably not guess that the pigs put on a show where they... Well, we can't anymore because he told us. Cowboys, and they pull off their chaps. Why are you whispering? Because it's inappropriate. We're on a podcast. People are going to hear. I feel embarrassed. It. Those little cartoon green pigs taking off their chaps. Yeah, throwing them to the audience like well, it's a Chippendale show. Well, I'm not showing my is, future that child. That's pretty that. risque for a, for it a kids is. film. I am never going to let check my child see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, it's man. it's a cute trailer. I just, I, I honestly don't know how it will perform because I just awesome. wonder if, I just wonder if the... <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, I'm sure it will it'll probably be okay. <laughs> you will be shocked. Well, maybe I will. We'll yeah. have to see. Um, oh. So, this weekend... On Sunday, I'm going to be heading out to CinemaCon, which is in Las Vegas at Caesars Palace. Mm-hmm. CinemaCon is the premier industry convention for theater owners. I, I, I like how serious you got after yeah. talking about the pigs fly their jabs open. <laughs> now back to business. <laughs> back to but business. CinemaCon is a... <laughs> right. Well, 
and uh it should be really good this year i go every year um it's nice because we get product reels and we get to see like basically sizzle reels from each film company about the upcoming their upcoming slate um they usually do the summer and beyond so sometimes they'll give you a little hints of what they've added to oh, the so slate. they're for like upcoming movies this year mm-hmm. okay. and they're and yeah. they're showing all this stuff to um like theater, theater owners film owners buyers such as yourself uh mm-hmm. do they also show it to the press as well right like yeah, some there's, there's press press there, are able to show up for their theater owners managers and even internet it's open to international theater exhibitors as well so oh really oh there's wow. a definite international component to it mm, good they're gonna be celebs there um, yes, all the studios bring celebs. It's a little weird because, like, during their presentations, they like walk them out on stage. Yeah, like here. Look, we have, look at the celebrity. Ooh. But it's so I love it because you actually get to see which celebrities are really personal in real life and which ones are weird. Oh, I bet. Like, <laughs> like there are some weird ones in there. Like you're like, Ugh. like I'd rather just watch you in movies than see you in real life. <laughs> And I will say that Johnny Depp is one of those guys. Like poor Johnny Depp, he's just so awkward and he probably had a lot on his on mind this past year. But um, th- like <laughs> Tom Cruise, wow! Like he can talk to that whole room like crazy. He's Love that very man. good. Um, Dwayne Johnson, super charismatic. Oh, like of course, <laughs> yeah. Like what you get on the screen, you get in real life. <laughs> he came. Him. He came to last year's, right? Came he to did, last year's and the for year before. Skyscraper or whatever it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. And ba- he came the year before for Baywatch, and yeah, he mm. he's really good about selling his films. Oh yeah, he it, um, all of that passion is. Yeah, Hugh Jackman again, super charismatic. Oof, yeah, um, love him. I, and. Jason Momoa came for Shazam the last couple of years, or not Shazam, sorry, Aquaman for the last couple of years. <laughs> I, we sorry, weren't supposed to I spoil think, that, Cody. I think, I think about it and no, I just go it. all like, crazy and my mind went blank. Mm-hmm. Mid credit scene connects to Aquaman. Well, that one, I bet the Momoa one would have been fun just because like he's a more fresh uh, actor as compared to these, uh, these other yeah. guys. Like He doesn't really have movie roles all that often, so him right. promoting... Aquaman, which he mm-hmm. really loved playing oh, he, Aquaman. Oh, you can tell like, he really loves being Aquaman. Yeah. Like, there is enthusiasm. It's not just he a He hasn't role. been disillusioned yet. Well, no. that's great that... <laughs> that's great. It's it's a weird... It's kind of a strange convention because people don't think of it, like, dedicated more towards theater owners and film right. buyers, but the fact that they get celebrities to still have that enthusiasm for these mm-hmm. uh, types of people to be interested in, like, I think that's kind of a cool aspect of it. Yeah, like, last year, um, they... Had Mission Impossible is coming out, so Tom Cruise came out with a director of Mission so Impossible. Yeah, and um, so good. And Henry Cavill was there, and they went over the scene, the um, Halo jump, the Halo jump scene, like in detail. Oh, like really? Crazy how they did it, what their thinking was, how they had to like time it, and mm-hmm. all the stuff that went into it. They even showed like the um before the CG was added footage, the raw footage from the jumps Jeez. and stuff. It mm-hmm. was. It was awesome. That's I mean, great. And that just helps us at our job sell film more. Yeah. You know, you got to know what you're Yeah, as film buyers, you, you have know to what's coming tell, out. Yeah, you have right. to tell theater owners who may just not be paying that close attention and may mm-hmm. need that help to be able to to understand. Like, I've been able to hear from the people that make these movies that this is going to be worth your time and investment to put in your, right. on your screens. Have you had any heads up or, you know, little hints at what you might see? This time? Um, that you're allowed to say? Well, this year is Yeah, it's really, not classified. 
this year is going to be really strange. Usually all the studios have a presentation. Mm -hmm. Um, This year, Sony is sitting out. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're sitting out of everything. Yeah, they're sitting out of everything. And Fox is not having a presentation because they were bought by Disney. Yeah. So that's a little sad because Fox... um, always gave a really good presentation and the mm-hmm. head of distri- of domestic distribution was this really personable guy like he always came on stage he did it he did the thing and so it was sad to see that he was let go when disney took over yeah. um, oh bummer but so it's gonna be a kind of a different show but it get it's like a there's gonna be a void there of some major big studios right but i think that's giving smaller studios like an opening to yeah, really more showcase. Their opportunity yeah. To yeah. Kind of so Amazon Studios is showcasing um, a film late night. They're going to screen oh, yeah, it there. Oh, Mindy Kaling's project mm-hmm. with um, Mindy, Emma Thompson, right? Emma Thompson, yeah. 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 Oh, that one looks good. And both of them are going to be there to introduce it. Nice. Oh, awesome. Mindy Kaling's, I think, going to talk during uh, uh, director's, uh, filmmaker's lunch. So. Oh, really? That should be really good. Um, then Neon, studios Mm -hmm. is going to showcase wild rose and screen that film which one is that one again it's a it's about a musician or an aspiring musician she's from britain she comes over wants to sing country music yeah oh that one yeah 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 okay neon's been making a lot of good stuff they're on the rise that's that's a studio Mm -hmm. people need to keep their eyes out for they're on the rise and this is a gonna be a great year to really showcase these smaller studios lionsgate is going to be screening their film lawn shot with seth rogan and oh yeah they're not gonna show john wick huh no they're gonna screen lawn shot i guess that makes sense yeah it comes out before john wick and yeah John Wick's got its marketing and everything taken right. care of. Right, <laughs> they don't need to True, it's the third in the franchise. People still love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lost Shot's the one that... Is new and you kind of got to sell yeah, it Prove why this bit. is worth going to see. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then Disney's going to give a presentation. Paramount will give one. Universal will give one. Although Universal, I did hear, it's not going to be as amazing as it was last year. Last year's presentation from Universal was my, hands down, one of my really favorite They brought Cher out. They brought Cher out. <laughs> they had um, Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart hosted. Oh, it that's was right. Yeah. I, so yeah. fun. Oh, my gosh. But I, I mean, was, I was Dwayne told- Johnson can come back for... Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, that I'm alone sure he be. will. Yeah, I'm sure that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain. If if he doesn't, I'll be shocked because he is he is He's so good about there. selling his film. He is shooting um, Jumanji two right now, so I don't know if he'll have oh, time to be able he's to. Shooting it. Yeah. Bummer. Because he didn't come last year because he had had a baby, but he did tape a message, so he'll probably tape a oh, message. Oh yeah, then. that could work too. It's like here, I'm on the set of Jumanji two for Sony Pictures. <laughs> say, hi, say hi, Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah that's true too well i mean the guy's also weirdly a magician he can show up in eight places at once so maybe he can do it i don't know but they're yeah they're shooting (laughs) it currently yeah he didn't show up last year because he had a baby but that's Mm -hmm. okay because babies are important so so i'm really looking forward to it i've got lots of meetings planned yeah fact pack schedule it's just nice to get to see colleagues in your industry i am not based in la um, and so it's difficult to see these people a lot. So right. It gives us all an opportunity to get together. Yes. Nice. Um, it has a trade show. It's the largest industry trade show. And I think there's something like a thousand vendors or 
I don't know, it's a crazy amount of vendors, but they have everything from seats to concessions to new technology to like the latest technology. And that's probably part of the reason why these theater owners go to it. So that way if they need to like start up their own or if they just need help improving their theaters. Maybe people from our theater should go. If you want to upgrade. (laughs) Just maybe. I might see some nice seats down there. (laughs) Regal is there. (laughs) Regal is definitely there. Mm -hmm. But they have so many amazing booths, like where they can showcase like the motion seats, you know, the the 4DX seats that move. Yep. I would have known. They have new like L um, LCD screens or um, LED, sorry, LED screens that um, so it's not just a screen with a projector, but it's like a big TV. And that's kind of where they're trying to push um, really? stuff to go is like this TV, although I it's very expensive and I don't see that that really working in a theater setting because yeah. <laughs> how do you mount speakers for it? Like it has a whole audio function because speakers can be behind a screen, but they can't be behind this TV. Mm-hmm. So you don't get that surround sound quality because you don't get the speakers coming at you from. So there's some issues there, but all of this technology is showcased. Yeah. That's where you want to be. If you want to mm-hmm. be in the know. Yeah. You know, and you know, just for concessions to find out what the latest stuff. There's going to be seminars. I think I'm going to go to a couple. One of them is how the modern concession menu is changing profitability Ooh. in the concession stand. Sounds that's so amazing. That right? sounds weirdly <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would go just because I love all things movie theaters. Um, mm-hmm. Another document. Uh, another one they're having is about how documentaries are actually making a lot of money. Yeah, so that is true. We saw we saw that last year. That goes year. hand in hand with the increase in podcasts and just nonfiction right. in general. Because uh-huh. people have so much more free time now that like they want to consume more knowledge. Yeah. So who knows? Um. So there's a couple seminars that I think I'm going to try to go to. And then the filmmakers lunch, which is on Thursday, the last, the last day of the convention. And I so want to go because the Russo brothers are going to talk at it. Yeah. You were telling us that earlier this week. They're not only them, but also (laughs) a couple of others. If I remember right. I, yeah, I think um, Olivia Wilde will be there as well. Who's directing books or who has directed Booksmart. Um, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I can't remember the other ones. I have to look on the sheet. But there's a, a couple really well-known directors yeah. that are going to be there. You have to slide your way in between the Russo brothers and be like, okay, guys, just, just <laughs> give it to me straight right now. Does Captain America live? Is it Cap? And just tell me now. Is <laughs> it Cap? He lives, right? He lives. Right. No, don't, 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 don't tell me. I got to know. Me. He, lives. he lives. Just write it on the paper. <laughs> give it an envelope. I'll just read it when I have a chance. Why do you guys not know how to do females' hair very well on the films? <laughs> like, if you just skip, gloss over that, like that's not important. Let's put some makeup on her. She'll be fine. <laughs> they'll just be like talk to her hair hairstylist <laughs> but that's still really cool that uh, these big names are able to go to something so kind of specific as CinemaCon is like people right. just don't think about that type of aspect of the industry and I think it should be noticed more and I think people should take notice of things like CinemaCon because if these directors and these studios are uh, putting in their time to make that happen that I think audiences should also be knowledgeable with that oh yeah and anybody can go to these things although registration is quite expensive more mm. than comic-con that's for sure <laughs> but um I, is it more know, expensive than comic-con yeah like it's I probably think a lot more Comic-Con formal yeah it's only like a couple hundred dollars right I don't want to tell you how much is in my house. <laughs> wow okay well so we'll just over a thousand dollars just write the number and slide over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over a thousand Jeez. Jeez. For registration. That's very surprising. 
well, they, but they, they give you goodie bags. Oh, you get really good goodie bags. <laughs> you get to go see three screenings, that's so true. that's pretty good. So it's yeah. long shot and what and but what? It, you, it, they rent out like Caesar's Palace and the Colosseum, the place where Celine Dion does her Jeez. shows. They rent that whole thing out to do these presentations. It's, 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 it's like Celine we gotta make Dion our money back approved. somehow. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can't. It is expensive. Where Comic Con is just halls. This is like actual showmanship shows that you're yeah. going to. That's really cool. That's really cool that they put that energy into mm-hmm. CinemaCon. And the screenings are going to be awesome because they put a huge Dolby Cinema screen mm-hmm. in the Coliseum and with um, the Dolby surround sound and everything. It's an yeah. amazing presentation. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> wish there was recliners and better seats because it is the Coliseum. <laughs> it's more of a. I mean, it's already perfect. Menu. I just wish it was more perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you though. I, I get you. I had a signed CD right in the front row the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a whole perfect. lot to tell uh, us when well, you get I, back. I'm always jealous of you being able to go every year, and I hope you give us some nice stuff to report back to. I think so. I It always feels like work went before I go, because it is. Like, I'm sitting it's up non-stop meetings and, meetings. and Oh, yeah. It's busy. But while I'm there, I usually have a lot of fun and get very excited about the product. Mm-hmm. I get good. so excited about the product after I what see it. What are the it. other yeah. screenings? What? What are the other screenings? So it's Wild Rose from Neon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Long Late Shot Night and Late. Oh, they are screening from Late Amazon. Night? Okay. Yeah, and then Long Shot. Cool. Is Disney three. or Warner's screen anything? Or in... oh, are we allowed to? Are you allowed Warner's, to say anything? Warner's <laughs> is screening Blinded by the Light. There's that one. As oh well. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not. I, I don't know about anything that about one. that one. So um, Pakistani kid who learned who moves to america or he falls in love with bruce springsteen's music yeah he falls in he's lives in london oh cool he grows up in england and falls in love with bruce springsteen's music because he feels like it it like really speaks to him about his blue collar roots being in in uh england at that time because i think it's set in the 80s Mm -hmm. so bruce springsteen yeah (laughs) and he's like from a really conservative family right i can't remember what else happens in it but yeah Huh. So. Well, that's that's so really love cool the that boss. I get to see these. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love the boss? I hope, <laughs> I, hope I get to see them. Dumb I have <laughs> such a packed schedule that I don't know if oh, I'm yeah. going to get to be able to make the screenings. Yeah. I might be able to make one. Well, choose but wisely. I have dinners and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You have to meet people and schmooze while I'm there. Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, bring up Silver Screen Insider. I don't know. <laughs> if you want. Right. I can pass out my card. I got to go get a bunch more cards made really quick. Yeah. Ooh. I bet I pass out my card. Yeah, you better pass out every card. I'll be like one of those people on the Vegas street that's like click, 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 click <laughs> my card. Yeah. No, it's not a nudie revival. It's Cody's business card. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, that'll, so. be, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um. So I'll leaving let Sunday? I'm leaving Sunday. Bye. Um, yeah. I'll return Thursday. <laughs> if I'm not able to. <laughs> and we will have a podcast Friday. I'm coming home a little early from, I'm not staying for the late night for the last event, mm-hmm. which is an awards dinner. And they present a lot of awards. Is to it like best of CinemaCon or something? <laughs> no, it's like rising star of tomorrow and I and an icon. Who I think votes on them? Um, the CinemaCon. Um, convention attendee like oh. uh not the attendees but the people that control the convention oh, okay um like steve buscemi i think is getting the icon award this year oh good nice. for him yeah so 
um it's always really fun dinner very nice like sit down meal but um i want to get home to my babies i can only <laughs> handle a few days of vegas and you gotta come back yeah, to us either. and help us out on the podcast and right give us all the that too that too <laughs> all right yeah us yeah but you know the kids come first i guess all right <laughs> i'll be back in at like midnight thursday night we're gonna Brutal. do a late afternoon podcast no that's very fair <laughs> yeah that's fine so I'm excited to go, uh, but yeah. Cool. Check out silverscreeninsider.com to Please. get the latest. <laughs> I'm going to be feeding these guys tips and little how-tos from the convention. I'll try to get pictures and stuff from the trade floor, mm-hmm. all the cool yeah, things I find. Cool. Yeah, on top of that, we also have uh, reviews for the movies that we just talked about earlier. The trailers mm-hmm. and more descriptions about upcoming releases are on silverscreeninsider.com and you know, just be sure to spread the word about us and as well as uh, our podcast, which is also on iTunes. Yep. Let's count on Kyle for that plug. Yeah. He's good. I've practiced he's, a couple of times. He needs to tell everybody that we have all 28 character posters. 32. 32. I missed four of them. <gasps> I don't know how. I went through the really? whole list. Who but were maybe... the ones you missed? I missed Falcon. I missed Drax. <gasps> that one made me want to cry. You? Yeah, oh. I missed. They're, they're up there now. But yeah. I missed Falcon. I missed Drax. I missed Wasp. And I missed. Is Wasp dusted or not? She's dusted. No, yeah, she's oh. dusted. Um, I guess we knew that, but <sighs> I can't remember the last one. That's funny because there's I, another female. We posted the posters on Gamora? Instagram, and no, I guess we there. did it before um, you added the extras. So we. Oh whoops. no, it was Bucky Barnes, Bucky. not a female. Oh, <laughs> he has <laughs> long, long hair. Long, long hair. hair. My bad. <laughs> okay, we have all 32 character posted posters that show the dusted and undusted ones. in the highest resolution you will ever see. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty crisp. We suggest <laughs> they maybe making a memorial wall for the ones that were fallen, oh. fallen but not forgotten. Well, that's just fallen to depressing. be avenged. It's not depressing. It's amazing. We have all 32 <laughs> posters. I'm, I'm talking about the memorial we part, but yes, it Shuri is amazing. We died because the poster was dusted. I already knew this before. It, it just it, It's in no. the trailer. I didn't Shuri know. dying is in the trailer? No, no. no uh, remember, the, he said he saw the wanted, her missing poster. Her missing poster is on one of the trailers. The one that Ant-Man looks at? No, the one that Bruce looks at. Two different people look at missing pe- person posters for like Shuri? on a telephone pole. No, what? No, I, I'm saying that <laughs> we already knew that Shuri disappeared because Bruce has the missing persons. Oh, I didn't look at hologram. That. Well, I look closely at these things. <laughs> I, was I, at, I was looking at Mark Ruffalo. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Apparently, Kyle. Well, that trailer is on Bruce there. on screen. I need those posters on are on there. Laptop in the background. Go look. Yeah, <laughs> I'm go right. Look and use them, people. Get an insider. You know, a subscription. Use the posters. We have them all. People, Spread the people word. If you them. know theater owners or other theater yeah. owners in the industry, like, we're good at what we do. And Coat I'll your walls at... in them. Cover yeah. the place. Cover them. And I'll be at CinemaCon. Come find me. You'll probably see me at one of the presentations. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll say She'll hi. be the one wearing the silver screen insider sign. Yeah, we're going to get some shirt. merch. <laughs> I get a uniform to wear. <laughs> no, I'll be going in my dual roles of silver screen insider owner and film buyer. So not to I'll brag. be wearing multiple hats. Nice. I hope you do just have two hats on. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do I know you? Oh yeah, and put on the right hat. And then the, you turn around and it's like <laughs> oh, the backwards oh, one. They're like, whoa! <laughs> They're just too Where did surprised. You come from? Yeah, there's two of you. <laughs> Would my film buyer hat be like? 
a fedora. A fedora. I see it being a fedora. What would my SSI hat be? Just a nice, a nice baseball cap cap with a propeller on top. A pro like what? I'm not childish. (laughs) This is professional. Didn't you just give us a big five minute spiel about Angry Birds? Yeah, Yeah. you're giving us the the Angry Birds (laughs) lore rundown. (laughs) seen it <laughs> she's only trying to help i am so professional i see everything except for horror but i let you guys do that true so we're always or anything remotely violent or yeah <laughs> uncomfortable propeller or, in- or intense or suspense propeller yeah. propeller <laughs> propeller sounds like i have mental issues maybe like jeez yeah i like it maybe the fedora with a feather in yeah, it there or you something. Go. Take the feather out, your film buyer. Put the yeah. feather in, boom. The silver Sleek screen and stylish insider. SSI. <laughs> oh, God, please don't. Don't worry, I'm not going to. Okay. I'm going to wear awesome sunglasses inside the casino. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll go see Dumbo if you feel like it. It's okay. You can. <laughs> if you want. I'm not stopping you. It's fine. <laughs> um, and then what? Hotel Mumbai expands and... Uh, no, that's down Hotel road. Mumbai <laughs> Unplanned comes out. Oh yeah, Unplanned. And there's one more. Try out us. Go see it again. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, it is the Beach Bum. Oh yeah. <laughs> With you, Matthew you McConaughey. Want if you want to see that. Yeah. Uh, psychedelic trip of a movie and set in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Miami drugs and tanned bodies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's. Yeah, go see that one if you want to. I don't have Take your pick. To add. But you should probably go see us again. Like me. Okay. All right. Talk to you next week. Until next time. Bye. Bye.